Annyeong, this is Hali Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Petey Rave. This is episode 14, Nostalgia and Sentimentality. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos. Welcome to another fine episode of Juku. I am Petey Rave. Here with you again to guide you through the world of East Asian pop culture. With me, as always, is none other than Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing relatively wonderful. Nice. Uh, we are once again together on this journey. Uh, as we start every episode, we like to ask each other, check in with each other what we've been listening to, talk a little bit about some of our music that we want to shine a light on. Uh, Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? Um, I have been, I don't know, I, I have this big giant YouTube playlist that I kind of add things to, take things out of, add things to, take things out of, and, um, and, Generally, I use my Pandora to listen to, to music and just kind of let it give me whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to my YouTube playlist. Like, I, I make this thing, so I might as well just, you know, uh, I might as well just just start using it more. Yeah. Um, so this week, I kind of I, – I, what I did was I listened to it, and the songs that I listened to over and over that weren't ones that I've already suggested over and over, um, <laughs> I, I added. So – Starting with with uh, good old Haha from The Running Man and Infinity Challenge and his his friend Skull uh, and their their fun reggae music that they like to make uh, their song Busan Vacation, which is a really really fun song, um, and you know kind of everybody knows it. Um, and I don't know, it's just it's just fun, yeah. and I, I I like the song a lot, and uh, yeah. there's really not much to it except for the fact that I don't think any part of it is shot in Busan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, you, you gotta have fun. Haha is always just a fun thing to have anywhere. He's like a big, he's like a little tiny ball of energy. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's hilarious. And Skull is just a, a really cool talent. <clears throat> and those two together. I need to check out more of like their stuff. I know the, the, uh, I know Rosa and I want to, I'm going to go ahead and sh- make sure to listen to this a uh, couple of times. I want to check out more of this, more of like Haha's music. Cause I know it has that fun aspect to it and him, uh, you know, him doing the reggae thing, uh, which just is still hilarious whenever you see him like pretend he has like dreadlocks or something or like, mm-hmm. like, like that one time when he had that huge hat. That was like looked inflated, like it was supposed to be housing a, a, a like a whole lot of dreadlocks, but you know it was just like maybe had newspapers in it or something. It's like, like come on, ha, huh? come on. Uh, but yeah, um, the other the other song I have on here went back to my boys, my boys, uh, and Black, mm-hmm. uh, for one of their really really fun songs, uh, you love. Um, or your love, I should say. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's M black, you know, it's kind of poppy, has kind of a rocky feel to it, but still good and and interesting. And it's M black. It has an amazing dance. You know, they know how to do it. They, they've been doing it for a couple of years now and they know how to do, they know how to do it right. The K pop thing. Uh, and of course, our our boys in Super Junior. 
We gotta we gotta have some super junior up in this piece. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the other the other song had to I had to get it in here as as you just said is my boy Super Super Junior, sexy, free, and single, ready to bingo. You know. Yeah. Ready to yell it out, bingo. What? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, uh, the happen bingo scene in, in 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 Korea apparently, you know all yeah. the young all the youngins like the bingo. <laughs> That's where you go nowadays, dude. Like you go to bingo night. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, another song I had in here from from the group Secret, going crazy. Um, uh, yeah, from uh, uh, specifically Song Ji Yoon of Secret, uh, mm-hmm. featuring Bang Young Gook. Bang Young Gook. <laughs> Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I just I just like kind of secret songs. They're they're not really a group I pay a lot of attention to, but kind of when something comes out for them, it, it there tends to be a lot of secret stuff on my playlist on YouTube. Um, and I'm yeah. never not happy about it when it comes on. Yeah, they 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 have that they have that uh, cutesy, uh, ego innocent, uh, K-pop thing going, but they 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 do it well and they execute it well. Uh, and their recent song was really cool. Yeah, and and uh, I'm I'm still like a fan of like uh, Sunghwa and her silliness on on Invincible Youth, uh, and. Uh, the other people trying to randomly test her on her math, where she would like, they would just give her a math problem. And she'd just like stare off in the distance, like, huh? What? Like, <laughs> five plus eight, five times eight. What? Um, uh, 30? Like, what? <laughs> Bexy Sunhua, uh, hilariousness. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. Secret's really cool. Uh, yeah. I, when I, I I've had I've been doing some uh, some stuff. I've been listening to a lot of music, and mainly just going back and listening to a lot of Girls Generation and and, and, uh, and FX. But we've already talked about them at length. Um, <laughs> I decided I needed to to uh, to pay respects, pour one out for my homies, uh, and, and kind of say a little bit of a goodbye to Kara. Uh, they, it's they, so fun. To, to say, say goodbye to you today. Uh, you know, it, it, it listening, of course, the, the, their classics like Mr. and Lupin, you know, with, with the, the butt dance of Mr. Like, la 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 <laughs> and, and Lupin with, with his craziness and, uh, kind of remembering the, 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 the moments, uh, and the really cool songs. And of course, they're even like their most recent, I guess their, their final, their last song in, the, the, in their most recent iteration, uh, Damaged Lady, which I thought was a really cool song and like really cool video and fun. Like it had a cool feel to it and the dance was cool and like the, the guitar, the, the inclusion of the guitars was cool. Uh, so it was a nice little moment to like be able to say goodbye to the group as it is. I mean, technically they're not dead. <laughs> they're not, you know, disbanded or anything. There people are, you know, there's rumors that they're either going to go on as a three-person group as a trio without Nicole and Ji Young. Uh 
or they're going to recruit two new members and kind of go on the path of being jewelry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, which would be hilarious. Uh, like we need another jewelry. Uh, mm-hmm. but basically the, it's the end of Kara as we known it for the past few years. Uh, so it, it's, it's a, an interesting turning point. Uh, makes you appreciate a group like Girls Generation who's had, is a nine member group. And I've, we've, I've mentioned this, uh, in our own private conversations about there are a nine person group that has not had any lineup changes in, how long is it? Seven yeah. years. Seven mm-hmm. years. Nine percent group. No lineup changes. Uh, I don't know yeah, if there's, there's much not a, about... there's not a lot of groups that you can say that about. No, not even Super Junior. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like as as popular for as long as Super Junior was, even they had lineup changes and problems. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, and that's crazy. Yeah, it's like fascinating. Uh so it makes you appreciate that. So randomly, other things. Uh. Uh, I use the red shoes. Uh, uh, I revisited that partially because of a really cool Beyond Hollywood review about how it, the video and the song, and the fact that it, it was a really cool commentary on uh, on the idol uh, industry and the and K-pop industry and like using the fairy tale of the red shoes and like uh, for those that aren't aware, the fairy tale of the red shoes is where uh, a young girl gets. Uh, wears the red shoes that dance and allow her to dance and, uh, dance to music all night long. But then the shoes won't stop dancing and, uh, you know, life moves on, love moves on, but the shoes won't stop dancing. And to the point where she goes to a butcher and asks the butcher to cut off her feet because, uh, the, <laughs> the shoes, the, she needs to be free of the shoes. Uh, cheery story, a classic fairy tale, but, and, and, or the movie itself, but like how the shoes themselves represent the industry and how they, they keep dancing her. They keep causing her to keep dancing. They, the, and the video really cool. It was really cool because like the red shoes and like the red shoes represent the, the, the industry and how it gives her that, lets her be on that big stage dancing with the pomp and circumstance and the exposure, but they, they, it, they don't let her stop. <laughs> And she can't, like, not be, and she doesn't have the freedom where, like, you know, uh, and it has the contra- contracts, contrasts it with, like, uh, hanging out with this, like, bohemian culture group and, like, the pink shoes that they put her in and, like, the, the freedom and the, and the personal freedom and the creative freedom that that represents. So it's, like, commenting on the balance between, you know, the, having the big stage or having the creative freedom. And it's really cool. Like, like, just in general, I, I thought looking at it from that different perspective, other than just being a really fun, jazzy pop song, uh, was really cool and a really cool revisit. Uh, yeah. And that's always a good moment where you, when you think where you, you had an assumption about a song, but then you get like a, somebody's perspective and then you get to like revisit it from a new point of view and like, yeah, discover a song. That's always really cool. Have you ever had that experience? Um, I, I know I haven't. I, I, like, I was racking my brain as soon as you started doing that of like, oh, holy crap. Like, what, what <laughs> is something that I've, I've had that? And I, I can't think of it at the moment. And I know I'll yell it out later, but, <laughs> but no, I've totally had that where you, where you kind of watch something and you're into it for the song at first. And then you kind of go back and you, you look at the video and you're like, hold on, wait, like, oh, oh, Doom Dada. Um, very recently where 
you know, I watched Doom Dada and I was into it for the song. And then, you know, even, even before you gave me the link to the, the, um, Eat Your Kimchi breakdown of it, like, yeah. I, I started to, like, I was like, holy shit, there's like 2001 in this, you know, yeah. like, all these other kind of, like, art things in here and, like, just, just things that I didn't understand, you know? And then, like, some of them I knew. And then, like, then when I saw the, 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 uh, eat your kimchi thing and, and she went through the whole thing and I was like, holy shit, that is, that is now like one of the most complex videos I've ever seen, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's just so intelligent and brilliant in that video. And just seeing that, being able to like sit down and analyze it, just like, oh, yeah. Tops is fucking genius. <laughs> Like, that was a hot concept. Yeah. Uh, so, aside from that, uh, another really cool thing that has been, like, kind of sucked me in and kind of been grabbing me was, uh, Aileen, uh, recently had a performance, uh, on Immortal Songs, uh, and they just popped up on, on the KBS World YouTube page, uh, like recently, like last week, and, it was before I recorded our last episode, but it, it over this week has it's been capturing me. Um, she performed uh, for those that don't know Immortal Songs. It's kind of they they have people come on to compete, uh, singing covers and singing classic uh, Korean music uh, with different themes per episode. But like basically, it's just covering well-known classic uh, Korean you know pop music or trap music or depending on what the theme of the episode. And, uh, and her episode, she was doing the, the rival episode. Uh, it was her versus, uh, Hyorin, uh, uh, as kind of the quote unquote rivals, uh, that they, that they supposedly are in the industry. Uh, but she performed a really cool song called You Reflected in a Smile. Uh, and it was, it was just like, so, so throughout the episode, whenever she talked about her performance, she said she was going to dedicate the song to somebody. Uh, and then when she comes on stage, she says, all right, I'm dedicating this song about, you know, even though they, they, I never did anything for them, that my fans, uh, were there for me and they, they, you know, they, 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 they stood by me. So I'm dedicating yeah. this song to them. And then she performs the song and like kills it, like diva style, just like uh, nails it. Uh, but yeah. what gets me is at the end when she, you know, she's doing all her big stuff and theatric trick stuff. Then it's like the little outro breakdown. But when she like stops and has to stop and wait for a moment, uh, to end the song, she like breaks down and starts to cry and she can't like sing the end part and it kind of uh, breaks up the end part. And it was like this little like moving emotional moment and could have been completely faked, but. I don't care. It was a, it was a, just a, whoa, feels. Uh, and you can see, like, they do the backstage reaction. You can see everybody was like, whoa, speechless. Like, okay. <laughs> like, like, I, I got nothing to add. Like, you got, you got anything? Nah, I'm speechless. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you sent this to me the other day and it was like, um, you know, like, it was, it was interesting. It was really nice, like, just kind of seeing the, the setup of it. And, like, I, I just kind of watched that part, and then I kind of went back and watched a little bit more of it and, like, and saw how everybody else was reacting to They were like, did she, what, what, ha what? <laughs> like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, 
Uh, and, we, and of course, it's been chronicled the journey that Ailey went through last year. Uh, we don't need to go back to it, but like, to, mm-hmm. to, especially that, but it was good to like, it was an emotional moment and it was like, uh, interesting and kind of cool to be a part of it in kind of this thing, like this earnest emotional moment of like taking somebody's song and owning it and expressing your own, like, like emotion with it, uh, with the song that was written a long time before, even before you were born and was not written for you, but you can relate to it and you can express it just as earnestly, which is, you know, cool. Music. Music is mm-hmm. awesome. And of course, uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, as inspired by, uh, our drama that we're going to discuss this week, uh, I decided <laughs> yeah. to go to head back and, uh, for, for you went the, back further than I normally go back, and I'm I'm known to use the Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, I went back to the Gen One original idol groups, uh, yeah, one specific Gen One original idol group, HOT. Uh, HOT, 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 HOT. Okay, I'm done with that. And just to prove that dumb backronyms in K-pop is nothing new. H-O-T, of course, stands for High Five of Teenagers. Uh, so, you know, name nothing new in this game. You know, best absolute <laughs> perfect. Yeah, we've, we've, the dumb acronyms have existed for a while. But, of course, uh, a couple of their songs, Warrior's Descendant, which is a really fun song and, and features prominently on the drama we're talking, we're going to talk about Answer Me 1997, uh, with a great sequence at, at a concert, which was fun. Uh, also a really great classic late nineties techno music video. Uh, we are the future with, uh, and of course the, 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 the running theme with these two songs and a couple of their other videos is just looking back at the ridiculous outfits that they wore <laughs> back then. Oh God. Like the, 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 the huge, like what looks like j- oversized pajamas for the We Are the Future video. Uh-huh. Oh, such there, there's even, there's even a reference, uh, in the show at some point to plastic pants, which we've talked about, uh, our friend JYP wearing on yep, an occasion. Plastic pants. Yep. Them plastic pants. Fucking JYP. Oh, when you grab the water that's been sitting on your desk for a day and not the cold one. <laughs> that moment. Yeah, no, that's not a good moment. Uh, but besides that, and of course, one of the, th- looking for all that led me to a great moment, which was finding, uh, to, uh, 2006 performance by Big Bang of HOT's Candy with, complete with outfits <laughs> and dance moves and everything. First of all, dude, if first I of ever, all, like, if I, ever have that moment in life where like i do something enough to where like for some reason for some dumb reason i get to interview big bang i'm doing the you guys remember doing this (laughs) god no wait till we get to interview jay park like we're going hey remember doing g how about that (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up but, with yeah, that? Big, huh? big, big bangs, amazing outfits. Uh, first of all, YG artist doing an SM, uh, covering an SM artist. Crazy. Uh, <clears throat> but second of all, uh, it has so many great moments. Uh, baby G Dragon, little baby Taeyong with his long Japanese-esque hair. Uh, <laughs> like, 
with that top bu- top uh, ponytail thing that he was doing, like he was like uh, <laughs> like it was a J-pop artist or whatever. Uh, and top, oh god, early career top, not being able to know what to do with himself. Uh, and I sent you the comment, the the top comment, which is amazing, which is top. It's that what was it? Uh, it was top. It's not time to be gangster right now. Stop grabbing your crotch. So it's like you see him every moment he can. He's like grabbing on his crotch, looking all hood, like like top. That's not what you're supposed to do. It's not time right now. Ah, uh, but it's so amazing, so amazing to just like see where they've come from. Oh, Big Bang, such Big Bang. Ah, uh, still love uh, him. Still love him. But yeah, that, that's what I've been listening to. But speaking of Big Bang, as Big Bang as we transition to our headlines. Uh, so looks like, uh, all signs, all releases and all, uh, news from official sources say <clears throat> Big Bang is set to, re- uh, come back this summer. Of course, mm-hmm. that's YG and that could mean 2017, but still, yep. <laughs> still the word official word is Big Bang this summer. Now, what is it's going to be? We're going to have to see. I'm still wondering if it's maybe like the Avengers assemble of like all these like single releases. Uh, but we'll have to see. Uh, are, are you, are you confident in YG's assertion that it's going to come out this summer? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love YG to death, but their release dates are like summer. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm ready for that. All right. Here's my money. It's summertime. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey. Like, no, you, you said, you said summer for, for Big Bang. Here's some 21 stuff. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll take that, but like, what happened to Big, B- I don't even, what's a Big Bang? I think. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. YG. And then like a month later, here's the Big Bang album. Are you, I just gave you my money. <laughs> I don't, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Why'd you give me money? <laughs> I swear. Yeah. To, I swear to God. I swear to God. Like, just like, I swear to God, YG. Oh, God. YG. Gotta love him. But yeah, if, if it really is coming out this summer, it's gonna be really cool. They're, they're, Rocking, you know, they rocked the Japan Dome tour. They're gonna do some more concerts, uh, and it's gonna be coming off hot off the heels of uh, 21's uh, upcoming promotion cycle. So it's gonna, if things go well, if all goes well, they'll have you know a good 21 promotion cycle with a big tour, and then boom, Big Bang coming right in the heels. But you never know when's actually gonna happen because it's YG. <laughs> Oh well. Uh but we are looking forward to Big Bang. Hopefully, yes, sometime soon. Maybe this year. Hopefully. I don't know. Um but uh speaking of somebody well uh I I, I can't really transition this because it has nothing to do with Big Bang, so let's just say uh remember when we had our episode let's go have a little flashback. The episode Taekwondo. Uh mm-hmm. We talked about a little uh, a video by a group called K Tigers, which are a Taekwondo group, uh, Taekwondo school, school uh, yeah. that uh, you know all ages, really cool school, bunch of talented uh, Taekwondo uh, 
uh, performers and, and competitors. Um, prominently among them is, uh, the lovely and talented, uh, female ta- ta- taekwondo, uh, fighter, Tammy. Not, Tammy is not the, uh, unlike the, what I said that previous episode is not the dude at the beginning of the video, but in fact, the chick in the middle of the video that did the okay lip syncing. I'm sorry, Tammy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, she is among them. She doesn't really feature prominently in this video, but she's, uh, a part of that crew, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, uh, we they had a, to... we had a bit of a, a bit of a reaction to this. <laughs> so uh, previously they did a, a Taekwondo cover of Ringalinga by Taeyong. And then recently we, they released a, a, a different kind of, I guess, music drama Taekwondo cover of Exo's Growl. And well, we, we had a moment. The, the two well, of they, us. There, there was like two EXO songs in this, but it was it, Growl was kind of supposed to be the main, yeah, cover. Yeah. Uh so you saw that it was there, and you immediately gave it to me without having to check it out, and we started watching it together. Yeah. And all the moments we had. <laughs> so you were. What was funny is like you were ahead of me, and I was like watching the video, watching the video, and then. Then you had your moment, which was hilarious. You can describe how you reacted. It, I, um, I, I just kind of did the, like, push away from my desk, close my eyes, like, no, no, make it stop. I was like, no. Ah. What did like, you just do to me? It was like, oh, God, what the hell is going on? And I'm thinking, it was like, What's Kaz, what's Kaz doing? What's Tyler talking about? Is there, what, what? It's like, oh, I'm ahead of you. You're, you're going to see in a moment. It's like, and then I saw, I saw yeah. because at some point it starts to become this odd, just out of nowhere drama starring the, the barely pubescent teenage members of the K Tigers crew creating. How could, how could we describe the story of this, uh, this video? Like, it's it's a it's a like mini action movie esque kind of thing where like you know the bad guys kidnap the dude's girl with whatever intentions, um and and you know they they do that and uh, they they kidnap the girl with whatever intentions they have. No one knows. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Um, and they make the dude come down to fight them for to get her back. You know. <laughs> um, but in between that, he took a shower. Like we said, the young boy, and there's just a moment where he's just shirtless for a while. And I'm like, it's, ch- it's like he's like he's in his apartment. Well, it looks like apparently he has his own apartment. He looks like yeah. thirteen, but he has his own apartment. He's chilling out. Which, which I don't understand what level they went. Like someone else wrote this, thinking that like the adults were gonna do it, and then somebody else had the concept for the kids to do it, and they just didn't want to change it. They neither one of them were like we're gonna change. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm not going to change my story. Well, I'm not going to change the fact that I want to use the, the younger kids for this. All right. <laughs> like, and he's like, he takes his shirt off. He's chilling around in his apartment, brooding. Like, he's, he begins to take a, a very, you know, introspective shower. I'm like, and you're watching this kid 
take a shower and you're like, what am I watching? Why am I watching this? What is going on here? Why? Why? And then, uh, of course, they, they, uh, you know, he gets the call that, that his girl's in trouble. And like, yeah. he, he goes and they have a rumble and then they have this violent throwdown, start beating the crap out of each other with taekwondo and whatnot. And then at some point, you know, they, he saves the girl and then they have like their little troublemaker dance cover moment, uh, whatever. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> and like the whole thing, it's hard to really articulate the moment we had, but it was just, we did not expect that. Yeah. At all. Like, I'm just going through it, and I'm like, all right, they're going to do growl. Like, in my mind, I was like, they're going to do growl, like, like, uh, like how they did, um, uh, Young's video. Um, and it kind of starts out that way, then you have the whole Cobra Kai moment, and you're like, oh, okay, this is a little more, uh, invested, so to speak. And then you're like, are they supposed to be bad guys? <laughs> and then you're like, what exactly is going on here? I'm not sure. <laughs> like, it was like, what? What? And it's like, uh, and then, yeah. Uh, you have, you have to see for yourself though. I don't know if I want to recommend seeing it to people but no it, it, it's a it's an interesting little watch to like kind of see how they they take their take on this and it's it's really good in a sense yeah. there's some cheesy ass moments like they kind of overuse the hat pickup yeah uh, thing a couple of times um like, but other than that other than that it's it's okay it, it's good the taekwondo is is on par and the dance is okay it's just out of nowhere and weird um Something that was it was out of nowhere, at least to me, because I didn't really know that it was going to happen. Uh, BAP finally dropped uh, their first official album, and now dropped their their uh, new video for it. Uh, the new song "One Thousand Four or Chonsa or Angel." Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Chonsa. It's a really cool, interesting, kind of artsy fartsy video, which is completely different from what we know of BAP. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you just use BAP, what you gonna do? <laughs> like, that, that's normally BAP. We're used to uh, Warrior. <laughs> but what do you think of, the, of, the, of this video of Chonsa? I, for a second, I forgot it was BAP. <laughs> you know, like, like, cause I'm, I'm just used to what I'm used to from BAP. And I, it, you know, they're one of the ones that we, we kind of like, you know? And so I'm just like, oh, what? Okay. Like, this is, this is not bad BAP. Um, and, and I mean, that's my general feel on BAP. Like, oh, okay. You know, like, all right. BAP is not that bad. Okay. BAP is not that bad. You know? Um, and, I don't know. It was just one of those things where, like, after I after I watched it, I was like, "That was really good." I was like, "Oh, that was BAP." But you know, it, I keep saying that, but I don't mean it in a bad way at all. You know, it was like it just it comes out of nowhere, and and maybe it's like those things where it's like uh, it's their first full album, so they get to spend an entire album exploring different sounds. So now a new single with a new approach and a new sound. 
and they they actually do it really well and uh, and I have to say it's really cool. Uh I liked it. The the video was was odd but cool. Uh you know, I had some, you know, cool moments. Had that one moment that made me think of uh Metallica's Unforgiven where he was like beating the the wall, the stone wall and like reaching through and like uh which is odd, but that was cool. Uh though I do have to say it, it still has the thing where uh, all the band, all the members are all apparently in love with the same chick. Uh, <laughs> and I have to say, K-pop, K-pop, y'all gonna have to hire more girls for a video, or yeah. decide on one OTP. Yeah, decide on one OTP. I mean, there, there have there have been K-pop videos where like where like the one group member is in love with the girl and then the other group members are kind of like trying to help him get the girl. Yeah. Like I've seen that happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that hasn't not, not happened. I've seen it. I know it exists. Don't you lie to me. Um, <laughs> you know, and, but generally it's always like, like there's a scene with this member and the girl. There's a scene with this member and the girl. There's a scene with this member and the girl. And then after a while, you're just like, I think a fight. <laughs> and then the video's over, and you're like, what? They didn't. They didn't fight. <laughs> what? Huh? Did they? Ha- did was they it, have a gangbang? Did they have a did, gangbang? Was it different universes? Different universes? You're okay, you're like, not gonna... Is this like the Civil Wars? It's like Marvel's, uh, like, uh, infinite, uh, infinite, what, what's its face? Uh, the, the Crisis of Infinite Earths and whatnot. Sports Center. Hmm? Uh, the Crisis <laughs> of Infinite Earths. Uh, I'm sorry, DJ. Uh, no, it's like, what's going on? Like, is the alternate dimensions? Right. Is this gonna end Some... in Bukaki? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm the one that takes it dirty. Sorry. Sorry, DJM again. Sorry, DJM. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. It, it is one of those interesting quirks in, 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 uh, that are prominent in K-pop that is just always fascinating to me. Uh, but speaking of groups that we know well, uh, 2 PM released, uh, I don't, uh, this really out of nowhere. I did not know 2 PM was working on a Japanese album or an album period, but yeah. 2 PM released, uh, Genesis of 2 PM, uh, not Sega Genesis, but just Genesis of 2 PM. Um, and I actually got to listen to it and it's not bad and it's been doing really well. It's, uh, on the top of the, it was on the top of the Oricon charts. Uh, and it's really cool cause it's really cool to see 2PM still holding strong. Uh, cause you know, you got the youngins coming in, uh, you got the mm-hmm. young guns, uh, coming in for their spot, but they're still holding strong and they're still making hits, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. 2 p.m. Rocking it. Did you get a chance to, to listen to any of the stuff of the, the new uh, album? 
I listen to a little bit of it, and it's always it's. I, I still always have that that slight weirdness, even though I do listen to Japanese music and I listen to Korean music. You know, yeah. um, it's always weird for me for when a group in my in my head slash mind that I I I very very much link to K-pop in my head when they do Japanese stuff, like yeah. like when we were talking about the girls' generation. Um, Japanese stuff. It was just, it was like, I, what, what? Something's weird about this. Something's <laughs> weird about this. Um, and it was just hard. It was just hard for me to focus a little bit. Yeah. But, it, but it, it, overall, it's like, it's still, uh, very 2 p.m. It's very, uh, along the lines of what you know of 2 p.m., uh, with that little, you know, working with different people. So that it has a little bit of a difference, but it, it still has that quality to it. Uh, and I like it. It was really cool. Uh, it, it's, it, it was basically, yeah, it was a really cool album. And I, I like the fact that they get to work with different people in Japan. Uh, especially Girls' Generation. I, like I said, uh, one of the, like the better albums that I like, uh, better songs that I've like, outside of like G and Genie and, uh, and a couple other ones are from the Japanese albums. So it's like, uh, it's something about the, the the different people that they work with outside of Korea. So, uh, really cool. Yay, 2 p.m. Uh, but moving on to something else that I really wanted to dig dig, dig into. Um, so Gaian has been uh, releasing teasers about her newer new album coming up called Truth or Dare. That's going to release in a couple days. Uh, you know, releasing some title tracks, some some of the songs that are going to be on there. Uh, we got a kind of, I guess this is a pre-release and, and, uh, really makes more sense as like a pre-release. So the whole idea of a pre-release, not official single thing is dumb, but that's a, that's your lead single. It's the first song you release. It's a single. <laughs> it's your lead single. No, it's like beta single with what crap, whatever. But. I understand the purpose of it. It was an attention grabbing song title and video. Uh, she released the, the video for fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, again, attention grabbing single. And I really enjoy it. I, I really dig it. I really love I it. I guess, I guess her and Gary have to hang out since they, neither one of them can promote their songs, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's got to wait till her album actually releases and she can put out the other song. So it's like, because uh, this, and really nobody was surprised that this got banned. It, it existed to be thrown out there to get knocked down. It, it She never, I imagine, never intended to promote this as a lead single, which again, yeah, it's the pre-release I single. Mean, her, her- her and, her and Gary pretty much had the same idea because both of them, their first releases from their, their things were songs that b- they knew that they could not say out loud on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. like, you just can't do shit. Yeah. But this video is so great for, for one big reason because it is a straightforward representation uh and uh portrayal of an emotionally and physically abusive relationship that culminates in sexual assault straight up mm-hmm. like and and really portrays the 
the it, the conflict of it, the emotional conflict, the manipulation with like uh with guest star Bumkey kind of providing that that us uh, that sickly sweet voice of the guy uh trying to convince her that everything's okay that hey it's okay we're in love uh it's okay that I'm emotionally and physically abusing you we're 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 deeply in love I I, I like a mature love don't you understand that it's okay. It's like, and she's there like, um, fuck you. I, I, I don't want it now. Like, 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 where's your hand going? What, what are you doing? Like, I'm not ready. I, I, I'm not ready to go to that next step. Like, I don't want it. I don't want to pretend like I'm lying here. Like this is normal. And so, and lyrically it works so well in that way. And the video really kind of uses a lot of great visual elements. Just, Simple stuff, and but like really cool complex stuff. I mean, aside from the human centipede shower thing, the psycho thing, uh, but it, it really creates a great musical, musical elements and visual elements that says something that makes you uncomfortable, but it needs to make you uncomfortable because it needs to con, con- confront you. It needs to yeah. be a confrontational and be, real and yeah uh, like did, did you get a chance to, to check out the video no i i checked it out and and i don't know like when you described it to me i i was expecting more than what i got you know yeah. um um it, it was still there but like I, I definitely understood and and had the idea that like okay like you know they're at an end but he's gonna keep going whether she wants to or not yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like this unhealthy thing and, and then uh but it, it's it's just yeah like I, I can't really say much more it's just so really well represented i think there was a great comment on the eat your kimchi site uh that pretty much outlined it really well uh where you know it's like the the how sexual assault many times is someone that's close to you how uh you know it's it's that that sense of emotional manipulation that sense of like uh the conflict and how hard it is to get an abuser away from the, their abuse you know, away from their abuser uh especially when they're attached in a so-called relationship and it's not that easy like uh to just like uh, go to the, the person being abused and like, and just say, Hey, why don't you do something? Like, no, it's not that easy emotionally. You kind of, you feel trapped or you feel like, like, like you don't, you feel like maybe it's just a phase or, I mean, it's hard for me to really describe it because I've never been the victim of abuse, uh, like that. So I, I can't even really do it justice of the, the emotional conflict. So, this really does such a good job of expressing that. Uh, and I just want to leave it at that. That, that it's just really great. And I hope everyone checks it out and I hope it does spark a, a conversation of some kind. Uh, hope there, no matter what it takes, something sparks a conversation about the culture of sexual abuse and, uh, and abuse in general. Uh, so good job, Gain. You rock. Guyan is the best. <laughs> she's, she's awesome. Um, alright. So. 
that was our headline. So now we go to our drama talk. Uh, yeah. Talk about our stories. Uh, <laughs> this time I get to kind of have like the, the, the tables turn. It, it, it's always been either the two of us checking out something. Well, this is technically the two of us checking out something together. But I kind of get to be the one uh describing how I discovered it and how I shared it with you, Kaz, instead of like the other way around how it's been, which is cool. So let's go back a little bit to when we first were talking about doing a little show we had an interesting journey with called Airs. <laughs> oh goodness. So I, I alright, so I decided to do that show because you know it was prominent, it was popular, it was there. And I put it out there and I started watching it. I watched one episode and I had to take a break. <laughs> I had to take a break. And in that break, for between watching the first episode and the second episode, I started looking at other dramas that I might want to, you know, show on the show. And I finally decided to like watch an episode or two of Reply 1997. Next thing I know, I've, it's three days later and I've watched the whole thing. Um, Reply 1997 was a show that, unlike Airs, premiered to no hype, was, has no real big time actors, uh, like, has no real big name actors, just has, uh, it's a show that premiered mainly starring singers and, uh, you know, idol singer on Juwan of Sex Keys, uh, <coughs> perfect for the setting, and mostly in, in, had, you know, some, uh, talented actors, some talented better actors, but no big name actors, no, not a lot of hype. It was on cable. You know, it was like, it, 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 it wasn't meant to succeed, but then through word of mouth got bigger and bigger and was a huge hit to the point where the finale was broadcast over all six, several <laughs> different channels at the same time, including, uh, gum. <laughs> 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 They put that on all their networks, uh, and it was huge. And now, recently, Reply 1994, the sequel series, has been even more of a huge success. Uh, so, Reply 1997, uh, the central premise uh, is the, we're going back in time, the 90s yeah. kids. Uh, it starts off with a, a high school reunion in 2012. And then yeah. you get to meet all the characters, and then you flash back uh, to 1997. Uh, Kaz, describe kind of how how you started your journey with Reply 1997. Well, like you said, you you suggested the show to me off of the heels of watching Airs, or kind of in between as we were watching Airs. Yeah, and and we finally got around to this, or I finally got around to being able to watch it um, and started watching it. And God damn it, one episode in was way more happier for it than four episodes in the Airs. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just uh, just such a better show, had such a better air about it, just had so much more more care and and love to me to me to me put into it than airs did yeah. um i i loved the show so much more um yeah, yeah. The, the uh, just everything the, about it yeah, yeah. Um, the characters and, are fun uh, the, the oh my god the characters are so amazing dude like this is and this is what we're talking about like dude like like 
the characters are amazing. This is, this is, and, and I'm saying this, Petey, this is a big leap for me. This is very close. This, this show could be very close in my heart to, uh, Coffee Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, the, the the characters and story is so good that the 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 good nature the good feeling of it. Uh so let, let, let's start with uh some some of the people you'll meet, the characters. So uh the protagonist of the story uh is uh Shiwan. Uh is Shiwan? I think I'm trying to remember the the, the last name, but Shiwan, uh played by uh Jung Ji of A Pink. Uh for and and at that point, they, this was before, uh, their recent hit, No, No, No. So, like, I don't know if A-Pink was huge, but, uh, she, she got this role. Uh, it also starred Sine Guck, who's big now, but at the time was just a few years from, uh, appearing on, uh, I think Superstar K2. I think he was on a singing show, uh, and was mainly a singer, uh, before this made his big break. Uh, it also stars, Unjiwan of Sex Keys fame, uh, 32-year-old Unjiwan of Sex Keys fame playing an 18-year-old, uh, <laughs> or a 16-year-old. Uh, and so, this show starts, it's in 1997, and, uh, yeah. the first thing you find out, you know, this is the year that they are 18. Uh, context, contextually speaking, of course, we're talking about 18 Korean age. So these are 16 going on 17-year-olds. Uh, navigating life. <laughs> like, it is just a coming of age story about people, uh, growing up and learning how to be and learning about life and love and, uh, you know, the, the, the journey of being, you know, life in Korea, you know, uh, yeah. so a couple of really cool things about uh, this is the setting is uh go back to Busan we started Busan with Busan at the beginning of the show uh we so where uh, here's a here's a quiz where do most dramas uh ori- you know, originate from where are most dramas set uh on television Seoul Seoul uh pretty much yeah. every drama is in Seoul unless they're in Hungary yeah. or you know, like Iris, or they're, you know, uh, overseas, but most of them are in Seoul, and everything goes from Seoul. Uh, this show? Yeah, there's a few others that kind of take places in the, in other areas in Korea, but usually they go to Seoul a lot, and it, it's a lot less of a thing. Like, going to Seoul in this show was a thing. It's like, oh, yeah. you're gonna go to Seoul? Like, yeah. you're gonna go to the city with those crazy people? Like, and I loved that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's set in Busan with, with, and you can, if you can pay attention, a great, honest accent, because Here's the key thing. The, the thing about all the actors, the exception of NG1, uh, which is pay, played into his character, all of these actors are all from Busan. Uh, but as, as you were about to say. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, um, it, and it's just one of the kind of fun things about it. And there's just that, that thought and love put into it. Like, like, you know, and, and just thinking, and like the, the characters kind of fit so well in a sense, you know, like of what they had to play because, uh, 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 she, she had to play like a, this 
kind of dude who's kind of you know he he hangs out with the kids that are his age but he's slightly a little bit above them but there are those quirks about him that yeah. makes him act younger than them <laughs> you know um and it it was just so much fun to just kind of go through this and and I will say I will say uh Ejin yeah kills it dude she fucking kills it she she and as, as i thought about it and got closer to the end and they started to do more of the 2012 stuff she yeah. couldn't pull off 30 that well but but holy fuck did she not pull off 16 year old in the 90s you know yeah. 16 17 18 year old in the 90s yeah um and like uh her character is so much fun she won is a uh, young girl making her way in, through life. She is an, uh, and like I said, 1997, so she is an HOT fangirl. Mm-hmm. True blue, uh, HOT fangirl. And, uh, we very much know who her bias is. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's none other than Tony On. She's an HOT fangirl. She is a Tony On and girl, uh, uh, Tony On fangirl. Uh, to the yeah. point where when her dad, Ask her, you know, what do you want to do with your, with your life? What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, what do you want to, what are you going to do when you grow up? She responds without a missing a beat and with no sense of irony, just straightforward says, I'm going to be Tony Oppo's wife. <laughs> it's like, just straight up, just says it straight up, not with any kind of excitement or, you know, joking. She just says it straightforward. Like, I'm going to be Tony Oppo's wife. That's just, that's just how it's going to be. That's, that's the plan. That's the game plan here. Uh, and, and everything about, th- about that and just, uh, her character, her kind of the, the love, we'll say, uh, spoiler alert, the love interest, uh, played by Sign Guck, uh, they, they play that, they kind of stretch that out, uh, whether that she's gonna yeah. end up with him or, you know, her, her, his brother. But, those so, characters- okay. Let, let's get, uh, like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just run through this really quick, right? One of the things I had the biggest problem with was the kind of silly. Oh, go back to 2012. Oh, you and your husband are so are so cute, you know. Blah 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 blah, you know. And then oh, who reached for the thing that they put on the table to give to her husband? We don't know, you know, kind of <laughs> thing got, got a little bit too much for me in times. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, it just, it just got a little annoying at times. And I just kind of wanted it to just be silly the whole time a little yeah. bit, like with that, with that kind of sense of seriousness here and there. But I just kind of wanted it to continuously be silly for a while. Um, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, yeah, and I agree with they. They kind of play out that whole mystery, and they include the same mystery in the the sequel series, similar mystery uh, with the romance in the sequel series, which it, it, they can pl- it, it can be a bit much. Uh, but oh well, it, it, it it's a it's a some it's a minor gripe. Uh, it kind of can bug you, but it, it's kind of a minor thing. And once you get past it, yeah. it, it it it's just. So, uh, they have so many great moments going along the series. Uh, so much great detail as far as, uh, the, the whole series. The, the time is represented so accurately. Like, they m- went to painstaking detail to, uh, 
recreate the technology right, recreate like the moments right, like you know, playing DDR on the PlayStation, uh, fucking yeah. uh, playing with the Tamagotchi, having like buying CDs, but also buying cassette tapes. Like it was like that. They had you know they had the Walkman, they had CDs. Like like it would be easy to everyone just be listening to CDs. But if you remember when back in the day, not everyone got CDs, not everyone had a disc man. Some still had like their cassette tapes that they took around with them with their Walkman. They had their CDs mm-hmm. at home, but you know, here the tapes that with you uh, on the road as well. So there was like that mix of like understanding that sometimes you have one of each and like, uh, and yeah, so everything was so basic, basically recreated, uh, to be, to, to, to be accurate. Uh, the moments were so genuine. And I have to say, if, if there's one big, uh, I think contrast between this and Ayers, uh, before I abandoned the whole comparing it to Ayers thing, uh, Ayers was painstakingly constructed to be popular. Like, we, yeah. we one, that's one of the big things that I think, uh, you can hear from our review of that show. It was painstakingly constructed to be popular. It, it had all the tropes and everything. This show, uh, Reply 1997 was painstakingly constructed to be genuine. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, to, to, to yeah. represent an era, represent people of an era well. Like, and that's the biggest yeah, like even, difference. Even the other parts that spoke to me, like when they, when they're talking about brood war and how popular it's becoming and, you know, yeah. and like all that stuff and just. Yeah, the, the Starcraft know. stuff and seeing like the beginnings of that and like the, the, the brothers, like the, like the rivalry over Starcraft and like who can mm-hmm. be who and, and how that uh, goes through the ages and it's just awesome. Like, uh, the, and so many fun moments, uh, so many cool, like sincere moments, like, uh, again, spoilers, uh, whatever. I'm, I'm gonna stop warning for spoilers. Screw it. You, you, you know what's coming. Uh, when the dad gets cancer, <laughs> when yeah. the, the, the cancer See, scared. now, now, that, that part of the drama thing, like, awesome. You know? Yeah. Cause but, like, but, Cause the romance part just, I don't know, it dragged on to me. The romance dragged on a little bit. I think it, it just kind of existed. But this, the cancer moment. So. It was amazing, dude. That because, shit was. Yeah, it was that, amazing. It was so amazing, dude. Like, fuck. Man, like, so just well. the emotion of it. Right. Like, when, when she gets home and her parents aren't home and she's just, you know, and she, she kind of wrote, kind of, you know, has this weird thing where she wrote this uh uh you know like um i'm trying to think what i'm saying like she wrote that story you know thinking about her dad blah 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 and then you have that moment where her dad actually gets cancer you know yeah <laughs> and then she's like oh shit you know like like you know yeah. and and her mom's like don't cry don't cry whatever you do don't cry you know like yeah. we're going to get through this don't cry you yeah. know, and, and she just can't help it. Yeah. It's like, um, and so much, okay, so they do a really cool job of doing this because, uh, there is, the, cancer is such a thing that happens in dramas, you know, in K-dramas in particular, but just in dramas in general. And it's such a, like a, an easy, like, big dramatic moment, but they handle it so honestly and well. And they comment on, like, the drama's use of cancer as a plot device. Because they, they don't, they, they have you go to that journey, that journey as they, you know, go through the treatment. 
And, uh, a big, you know, that, that, uh, that, uh, plot line is them in the cancer ward with all the other patients there. And one of the things that kind of they all have an experience together with and kind of unites them and kind of helps them get through it is watching dramas. Like <laughs> they're watching yeah. dramas on television together and they watch drama. And then you have that moment where the, they're watching the drama, they're watching the drama. And then the character says, Oh, uh, I have cancer. In that dramatic moment, and they're like, yeah. and they all in unison, like, all right, we're done with this. The, right. the joy I is gone. Because his wife is still watching the show, and she's like, what? 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 Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, stop being fun now. Like, stop being escapism. Start getting real. Like, and then. Right. But, like, the, the, the journey that they go through of like cursing out the show because of its like use of the cancer and it's like the hopelessness that they apply to it and, uh, and, and wanting to like lash out at the, at the, uh, at the writer. And then when mm-hmm. they finally have that earnest moment where she tells the writer about the fact that, you know, we, we, we were watching that drama to kind of, feel better like we wanted to like escape a little and we want some hope we wanted hope we wanted to feel like we could you know we could hope for something we could uh wish for something and that that moment that they that and then they did you know she writes that little that happy twist uh into the show and that turns it around you know helps the the cancer patients they all kind of unite again and that yeah. was just the way that goes and, uh, that journey for it. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it was just so like different and unique and earnest and sweet and really cool. Uh, and, and the, the parents in general are <laughs> hilarious and adorable. Yeah. In so many different. No, ways. I, just, I, just, there's just so many great moments with the parents, dude. Like, like the, the kind of end part where, where, uh, the parents are, um, you know, when, when they come back to 2012 and they've done, and well, no, no, it wasn't 2012 yet. I was like, I, I forgot what year it was, but it's when the one girl's father dies yeah, and they come back for the funeral and everybody's kind of getting to know each other again and yeah. all that stuff. And they're, they're in the car and, you know, she, she stops him from smoking before the parents come and pick him up. And she yeah. gives her dad her jacket because she's like, you got to take care of your health, man. You had cancer. You can't, you can't be doing shit like this, you know? Um, and he's like, no, no, I'm right. And her phone starts ringing and he's looking for it and he pulls out the pack of cigarettes and he's like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and at this point she's a, she's an adult, but he's still like, you're smoking? No. And he starts like fighting her (laughs) and she's like, it's not mine. It's his. And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's mine. It's mine. And he's like, don't you stick up for her. You come here too. <laughs> and the, the mom comes back to the car like, what the hell is going on in here? And she's like, he's like, you smoking. Your daughter is smoking. And he's like, she's like, oh, all right, well, sit down and put your seatbelt on and just drives off and doesn't give a fuck. And he's still fighting them. And the whole way home, she just like the mom just doesn't give a fuck. The dad's still in the back, like just kicking their ass. <laughs> and, like, uh... and the mom's like, what? I can't turn here. That's dumb. I should be able to turn right here. Like, why can't I turn there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, and there's so many cool fun moments about, like, uh, 
they they'd like to pepper in all those moments of like reminiscing about the times and like those like pop culture moments and yeah it's the nostalgia thing and you know we, we yeah it's very nostalgia y but it's still really cool like uh when they're all watching that that classic uh uh soccer match uh which we we don't have a context for it, but we could see what's going to happen <laughs> like you yeah, could, yeah. when everybody's like ah man we're going to give up on this and well oh and, I- yeah, I can very much say there's there's like coming from the perspective of two Americans, right? Who who you know through media know a lot about Korean culture, but haven't really lived through a lot of the moments in Korean culture. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it is by proxy, which we hear through the media, blah 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 blah. Whatever dealings us as America, the country, has had with Korea, and like you know those kind of things, and, and our connection to. Korea through the entertainment, even that for me, there's a lot of moments in that that I remember, you know? Yeah. Because of those things. And then seeing it from that perspective, you know, adds a little bit to it. But it's those things like you're like, oh my God, I remember that. Like the the like I said, the moments where they're talking about StarCraft and, and those kind of things. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I remember that. And like you said, the Tamagashi stuff, you're like, yeah. oh shit, you know, like I, I do remember that. Yeah, and like uh uh freaking uh all those like little moments, uh, like, uh, the, the different artists that like, oh, you know, the, 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 the one artist that, uh, is, uh, oh, I forget her name, but it was like this, like, uh, she was named after like a vegetable. And, mm-hmm. uh, he says like, uh, if she becomes popular, I'm, I, I, I'll go naked to the girls, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the girls school and do like 10 cartwheels. And then they F troop cut to, to after him, like without his shirt off, like, uh, pissed off and his, having yeah, to do in those, his like, underwear, like in his underwear, <laughs> doing those cartwheels. It's like, uh, and those like little pop culture moments and like, uh, and, uh, and like the the rivalry between HOT and Sex Keys at the time, like how yeah. like serious business it was that like, uh, when when uh, Shiwan uh, learns that her friend is, a, is secretly a Sex Keys fan, <laughs> she goes to her room and she opens it and you see like. I knew it, like, and like, <laughs> and they tried to, and she's like, just really calling. I was like, I'm sorry, I really still like HOT, but it's just sex keys got you know kind of worm their way into my heart. I'm so sorry, and like that whole rivalry, and like the it, it, a gives a really great moment when they kind of unite over, uh, over uh, what she makes up with her, like. Uh, when she gets her head shaved for her, uh, going to Seoul and, and going to Tony An's house, uh, yeah, has yeah. to have the new haircut. The, the friend shows up with the same haircut, like kind of the sweet moment. Uh, yeah. And then in that moment, you see the, 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 the other kid, the talkative kid kind of walk in. Are you guys filming an ad or something? What, what's going right. on? It's like by, walking by sweeping. Uh, and then, but, uh, but further than that, other than that also creates like really cool moments. Like, uh, when Finn KL was coming out and he's like, Hey, this new group called Finn KL, man, have you checked them out? I was like, nah, the DSP. I haven't. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and it was just so, just so good. So many moments. No, so her, many- her, 
her gangster for 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 top was that Crazy, like yeah. she 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 rode the streets for for i mean i said top for hot like she she rode the streets for for hot like yeah. you, if she heard you saying something bad you, you might have got your ass kicked like yeah. she bled for hot literally oh yeah yeah she did yeah, <laughs> she fought. She fought girls in the street over HOT. Like they have rumbles, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Ultimately, I think there are so many more moments that we could pick out and go back and forth of so yeah. many moments on the show. But overall, basically, it's just a really fun, genuine, sincere show. It is not overly melodramatic. It has dramatic moments, and uh, yeah, they're, but they're, they're also but- sincere. Yeah, a lot of the dramatic moments are really like like when you find out that the girl that that uh um Tay Tay was in love with was her sister and she had died. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah. and they're they're kinda giving you those bits and pieces of him falling in love with this girl and you're like, What happened? What happened? What happened? And you're like, Did she leave him? Did she die? You know what I'm saying? Like you kinda come to those two conclusions, but then when you find out like Oh my god, that was her sister. Yeah. Like yeah. And Oh shit. So like that's crazy. Yeah. And uh and so many really cool moments and sincere moments like uh everything with uh with Hoya's character uh being in love with Yunje. Just like th- those two and like the moment where he finally says, Okay, I understand. I'd rather he be happy with her than try to keep, try to pretend like I can keep him for myself. Like, and that little acceptance and all, all those character moments and all those like dramatic, like sincere moments. You, you know, like, I will say one of the dramatic moments that really, really, really stuck me in the heart was the moment where, where they're at karaoke for her birthday. Yeah. And, and she's, she's giving him shit for, for not being nice to her, you know? Yeah. And, and then he just like kind of lays it out all on the line and is just like, no, you know what? Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, dude, I told you that I like you. I told you this and you know what I'm saying? And, and you're going out with my brother and you would just kind of expect me to be okay with that. Like, no, fuck you. And, <sighs> you know, and she's just like, well, why can't, why can't we just still be friends? And he's like, cause you don't get the fact that for me, we were never really friends. Like I was in love with you. Right. Yeah. And just like, like what you're going out with my brother. Like, do you not understand you're going out with my brother? That shit hurts. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So in conclusion, it's a very fun, g- genuine, sincere show. Uh, yeah. that is you'll so laugh, well done. Cry. Uh, it, it, uh, it is a fantastic show. I highly, if you haven't already, uh, watched it at this point, I highly recommend you check it out. It's sequel series so far is basically gives you a lot of those same feels. It's, uh, we could talk about it, but we, chances are we'll probably be saying the exact same things about that. We just basically be picking out, uh, different moments. It's, yeah. We, we, but not to say that it's the same show. It's different enough and unique enough and it is telling its own story. But <clears throat> everything that I've loved so far about that show is everything I loved about this show. So Reply 1997 and Reply 1984. Check them out if you haven't already. Uh, 
if you're not following along, go ahead and check them out. Even with these moments spoiled, quote unquote, you'll still enjoy all the, the, the journey that you go through uh, with this show. Uh, but, uh, I, I, yes, uh, you'll enjoy the mm-hmm. journey and it's a fantastic journey that you go yeah, through. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are done with that. Reply 1987. Uh, we have now what uh, another drama and this time, Kaz, you're providing the drama. What, I haven't asked you before. You have your drama ready for me? The next one that you want to present to me? Um, so, uh, yeah. So the two two shows that I was deciding between was Air City and uh, Coffee House. Coffee House is a, is a kind of more silly, uh, you know, romantically show with kind of kind of a silly appeal to it, which makes it really really fun. And Air City is a, a kind of a drama about people working in an airport and all this stuff. Um, and I, I never finished air city and I never kind of went all the way through it. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking was period piece. So those are the three things that are going to come up for us. And even though I said the big two, I kind of want to take you through period piece in a sense, uh-huh. um, or, or weird modern time, but we're going to make a lot of references to old time uh piece which would be Gong S. Um mm-hmm. So that's going to be our next show. It's going to be Gong S. It's it's a fun show. It's the show that like, you know, turned me into an a 14-year-old girl where I was just like <laughs> I can't watch it. No. I don't want her to end up with him. No, I hate him. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I look forward to that. That, 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 it, it, just that, it makes me look forward to that. Uh, yeah. I'd say. Uh, but yeah, so Gong S, we look forward to that. That's gonna be our next drama. Uh, we have a couple of them lined up. I'm still eyeing what I wanna do as, uh, kind of, uh, a feature drama. Uh, <clears throat> couple of quick random notes. Uh, Emergency Couple's still, uh, funny. Uh, and, uh, still really good. Yeah, I gotta, and, I gotta check out the next couple of episodes. Um, um once they stopped the premium, once they turned off the premium wall for you, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> this is the benefits <laughs> of being premium. Uh, but also, uh, he, uh, love for, my love from another stars continues to be fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I, we're definitely going to do a recap of it, uh, once it finishes. Uh, yeah. We'll, We'll re- revisit. We'll talk about the whole thing. It's got comedy, romance, murder, and superpowers. Mm-hmm. What, what what more could you want, really? Yeah. And and for me, as of note, um, uh, Star League and and, and Pro League are, are coming to a head, and it's going to get a lot more serious. So if you're interested in that, definitely start checking out that stuff. Um. Yeah. So what's what's uh, going on in your world? Let's start. Let's let's just jump into the plugs as we uh, wrap up. What's yeah, um, like I said, Star League's coming to a head, so I've been watching that and kind of kind of taking part in, in paying attention to that. Uh, I got to practice a lot more StarCraft now because uh, <laughs> I let Drew talk me into doing kind of a, a weekend warrior StarCraft thing. Like you know, like the the kind of oh, I want to kind of still be a part of sports, but like like not really have to work out all the time kind of thing and like do all that shit. So like you join like a, a rec league. Yeah. 
And so we've kind of done that for StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> the intramural um, StarCraft League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the Chobo Star League, um, uh, I, I just got placed on my team, um, and, and, uh, had a chat with some of my teammates the other day, uh, and, uh, you know, they were telling me how the, the schedules and the rosters and all that kind of stuff are set. Um, and so I'm going to start practicing StarCraft a lot more just in case I get placed in a match. Um, <laughs> uh, other than that, just kind of working on making things better, working on making all the shows that we do better, working on all that stuff. Like the other day I practiced making the, the, uh, what I like to call the Korean street cakes hot off the yeah. streets. Yeah. Uh, me me and mom made those the other day. She helped me make those because she knows the recipe, and I tend to forget it from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> Came out really good. So, so look for look for that. Uh, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to film it. Uh, so that's going to go up on the Hollyjuku uh, YouTube um, uh-huh. page, uh, along with some other things that I'm going to do. Do some other recipes. I may I may try to make kimchi, which I've never done before, but I've heard is relatively easy. Uh, so, so I'm going to go through my sources, look for a recipe and I might try to make kimchi. It's either going to be amazing or it's going to be a travesty. Either way, you will get to see it on the Holojuka YouTube. Uh, so definitely go there and follow for all the future updates that are going to happen there. As always, about.me slash King Kaz for anything else that you want to know about me. Um, I'm just a relatively silly human being on the internet and everybody seems to enjoy it. And I'm glad I just hopefully one day could figure out how to make money for it. From it, for yeah. it, about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about that means King Kaz, uh, King Kaz everywhere. Uh, yeah, so, I'm PD Rave everywhere, about that means PD Rave. The show is Hallyujuku at Hallyujuku on Twitter. Uh, the website, Hallyujuku.com or easier to say, uh, kpoppodcast.com, easier to remember. Uh, tell that to your friends, tell that whoever might be interested in a cape in a East Asian pop culture uh podcast. Uh tell yeah. people. Uh of course uh, we'll have uh shortly the the stuff for the YouTube it'll be uh I'm consolidating on the rebel the overarching rebelli uh YouTube so that'll be youtube.com slash rebelli TV uh on there. Just so far there's nothing yet but we'll add stuff there hopefully soon. Uh Check out rebelli.net for all my other podcasts, including the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast, Record Breakers. Uh, we kind of switched days for, for this week just, uh, because of like shooting, uh, recording schedules, but we'll be back to our usual schedules next week. Uh, so Record Breakers, Fanny Pack, check out all those other shows on rebelli.net. Uh, until next time, you know, follow the things, subscribe to the iTunes, Stitcher, all over the place. Uh, but until next time, hasta los huevos. Ha! <laughs> Hiding! Hiding! Oh.